Welcome to the Black and Green Podcast, your go-to place to find the latest high-quality, all-natural products created by Black artisans. Hosted by yours truly, Dr. Kristen H., we'll discuss all things health, wellness, self-care, and self-love. We'll feature a refreshing lineup of guests, including entrepreneurs, artisans, holistic lifestylists, clean beauty experts, and a plethora of other innovators within the wellness industry. I hope that you join us for this amazing journey. Welcome back to the Black and Green Podcast. We're so excited today to have B from the Honey Pot Company. Uh, you've seen us posting a lot about the Honey Pot Company. We absolutely love what they're doing, so we're happy to have a chance to sit down and talk with their founder, B. Hey, B. Thanks for joining us today. Hey. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful, wonderful. So let's just <laughs> hop right in. A lot of the first question we usually always ask is, "What is the story behind your brand?" I launched Honey Pot Company back in 2012, and honestly, the reason that I started it is because I suffered with a bacterial vaginosis infection for almost for seven months, so almost a year, um, and I developed Honey Pot Wash kind of as a treatment to myself. Um, because everything that I was using wasn't working and I saw, um, you know, I saw a hole in the marketplace for what I needed. So I created this product for myself and it worked and, you know, kind of the rest is all history. You know what I mean? I felt like I had a responsibility to women, um, you know, cause any given, you know, at any given time, there's about 21.2 million women that are dealing with that same issue all around the world. And so I just wanted to. I wanted to create a product that women needed um, that was functional, um, you know, that wasn't based around scent, <laughs> you know, um, that made women feel like they smelled bad or, you know, belittled them in any kind of way. I just wanted to make a really clean product that women needed. That's awesome. I mean, I hear this story often of a lot of women who kind of suffer from bacterial vaginosis or they have sort of pH imbalances and kind of what they're told from their gyno is that you have to use Dove. And so yeah. how have you kind of combated that? Where has that come from? Kind of what are your thoughts? One thing to be clear about is that those things don't happen by accident, right? Mm -hmm. Like Dove puts on a multi-million dollar um, like kind of trade show or expo uh, every year for doctors' offices, so they they don't just say they don't just recommend that you use Dove just to use Dove. They recommend it because similar to how um, how the world of medicine works. So it's like big pharma, like, pharma, like big pharma, exactly. Like, off the exactly. Use their drugs, right? Exactly. It has similarity. If you look up the ingredients of Dove and and start googling those ingredients and understand what those ingredients are, you will quickly see that Dove is not the product that you probably want to use on your, mm. on your, on your honey pot, on your vagina, um, or on your vulva, I should say. Um, because it's made with a lot of toxic ingredients. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, a lot of the reason why women have so many pH problems and odor problems and sensitivity problems is because they're using the wrong thing on their body every single day. Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. So, it's like eating toxic food every day and expecting your body to be okay. Right. You know what I mean? Right, right. Um, so then when you have, and this was just from my own personal experience, I am not a doctor. I am not saying that this is fact. This is just my opinion. 
the reason why women have there's other reasons why women have problems with BV. This is not what I'm about to say is not the only reason, but mm-hmm. I do believe that um, the reason that women have the issue, one of the reasons that women have the issue with bacterial vaginosis is because they're using the wrong thing on their, on their, on their vulva every single day mm-hmm. and not realizing that everything that your, that your skin is an organ, Right. Um, your vulva skin is an organ. Every every part of our external body is an organ, right? And so anything that you put on it goes right into your bloodstream. Mm-hmm. It does not go through your liver. It does not. Um, it goes straight into your bloodstream. You 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 even if you put dabbed a little bit of a of lavender essential oils and went and got your blood checked an hour later, lavender is going to come up in your blood, right? Mm. And so when you're using when you're using products that were not formulated for the vulva or for the vagina, you know, um, you have to know that those products are it will potentially cause for your pH to be disrupted. So then so then when you when you have the issue like I had and you you have a bacterial vaginosis infection that keeps going away and coming back. It's because you're using the wrong thing every day, which is throwing your pH off, right? Right. So your, your, so your pH is already off. You go to the doctor. The doctor gives you metrogel or metronidazole or whatever they give you, right? Then you take that. You get better. Then your period comes. When, you, when your period comes, your, the, the alkalinity of your, of your vagina goes up. Normally, it's supposed to be acidic, but blood is alkaline, right? Mm-hmm. It's between neutral and alkaline. So it raises, which it's supposed to do. The vagina is supposed to do this every month. Um, it, it, the pH of your vagina increases into more of a neutral or alkaline state, mm-hmm. right? And then when your period goes off, it goes back down to its normal state, mm. right? But if your pH was already off to begin with, (laughs) then it can't, exactly, then it can't get back to where it was supposed to be in the first damn place. You know, it's like having a bank account and your bank account was already negative and then a bill came through and and then you're like, shit, (laughs) now I'm double negative. You know what I mean? But that is the thing. Yeah, but that is how it works. Right. You know? And so a lot of women keep having this issue. It would be, you know, would you use t- toothpaste to, to wash your skin? Right, right. It's like you, you have to use the particular product for the particular part well, of your body because it's different. Ex- exactly, yeah. because the but, vagina has its own immune system. It, so you know, why, yeah. why do you think that that, why, have, why, why don't we know this or why don't we do this? I, I think that we have it pretty clear. People know I use a different face cleanser than I use in the rest of my body. I use different stuff for my mouth and my oral care than I use in the rest of my body. Why do we have so much shame, for lack of, word, of a better word, around the vagina or just lack of knowledge? I'm surprised at the number of women who haven't even seen their vagina before, let alone know how to take care of it. Uh, conditioning, mm. right? Like if your mommy didn't know, um, if her mother didn't talk to her, and your mom, then your mommy probably isn't going to talk to you. You know what I mean? And so um, also with the way that the world works, right? I mean, what what was it like in the late 40s, early 50s when advertising like went to a whole nother level and started sexualizing um, advertisements, right? Mm -hmm. So so from the beginning of time, women are seen as sex objects. All of that shit matters. It mm-hmm. trickles down to how women understand how they understand their body. Mm-hmm. If you mm-hmm. are if you are made to look like a sex symbol 
what are people going to think about when we're when we get you're already a sex symbol with, with, with clothes on Mm. So now when we go to talking about vaginal health, it's sexualized. It's not, it's not educational, you know? And I, you know, so in my own opinion, I think that the world is so oversexed and everything wants to be sexy and, and girls and women are not seen as humans. Right. Mm. Um, (laughs) you know, they're, they're seen as this like subhuman or something, you know what I mean? And so, um, you know, it's conditioning, it's, it's pharma, it's, it's the way of it's business, it's money, it's capitalism. Like there's so many levels to that shit. It's levels, you know? And I don't yeah. think people even recognize the, the, from the clothes that you wear to the food that you eat, to the products that you select, it's boardrooms and boardrooms full of people. Oh girl, forget about it. That yeah. are studying how to manipulate yeah. you and your choices, like studying you. Like they are, they, they do they, this. You, you do everything that you do because you were conditioned to do so Mm -hmm. the clothes that we wear right now were chosen the the, this year's fashions were chosen five to eight years ago Mm -hmm. of what 2017 women would be wearing you understand like it this stuff does not happen by accident that's That's why when you watch tv it's there's commercials there's Mm -hmm. ads why there's a science to it Mm -hmm. you know and it's so i mean i think that this is so interesting because i know for me personally in my own personal journey of you know happiness, healthy, holistic living, being more conscious, being more mindful, whatever word you want to put on on it. I know it, it, that there was a marked difference in my mindset when I turned my television off. It, it's yeah. a marked difference. And it's hard to explain until you go through that experience. Now, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I still have some TV shows I watch. But I watch right. them on demand now. <laughs> no, I and I, I get it. I mean, you know, and I'm the person that has it on as background noise. Right. You know, mm-hmm. I watch CNN. I'm 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 woke. You know, I'm very conscious of myself. I I practice an Afro-Cuban religion. I'm not stupid. You know, mm-hmm. but um, you know, but but I and I and, and quite honestly, I'd be silly if I wasn't watching commercials if I wasn't mm-hmm. understanding what the marketplace wanted because that I'm in that business yes you know but see the difference um, is, is you can watch it as a uh from a business standpoint of how are they doing this how are like kind of what are the mechanisms at play what are the trends that are happening it's like more of an analytical eye versus kind of being uh subject to the marketing if that makes sense when you grow a, a certain level of consciousness with yourself, you yeah, can't, yeah. you know, you really can't unlearn that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we are what we, what we have consumed and mm-hmm. consumption comes in many different ways. Mm-hmm. It's not just TV, it's advertisements, it's billboards, it's music, it's, it, I mean, it's, it's books, everywhere. It's all know, the, the time. That exactly. learn, it's at school, it's church. I mean, it's literally everything you consume. It's, from what everything. you eat to what you put on your body to, you know. Everything. Yeah, yeah. It's everything. Thanks to our artisan for joining us. And now to our moment of meditation with Dr. Crystal Jones. Wherever you are right now, just take a moment to experience your awareness. Notice what you see, notice what you hear, notice what you feel. What do you taste? Notice your being for what it is right now. 
Take a deep breath in. And as you exhale, let it all the way out. And as you're exhaling, think about that oxygen moving to your heart. Get rid of those toxins that happen from residual volume when we don't completely breathe in and out. As you breathe in and you exhale fully, you're letting go of what's no longer serving you so that the oxygen that comes to your heart allows you to give and receive love with boundaries, but no longer the walls that the toxicity creates. Continue in this breath. Continue in this being. And as you're in this being, start to become the love that you seek in this world. Start to become the forgiveness that you seek in this world. Become the acceptance that you seek in this world and watch the universe mirror that back to you. I just wanted you to know that I am here always for you, with you. Listen closely. The truth is within my voice. Come back to me as often as you like. I'll be here. Sincerely, your breath. I hope that you enjoyed the meditation with Dr. Crystal. Sometimes we all need a reminder to just stop and take a break, stop and clear our mind, stop and be present. But now we're going to hop back into the conversation with our artisans. So we talked a little bit about this idea around the, the, what's it, with the ingredients and kind of Google the ingredients of, you know, the dove and see what's in it. So tell me from the honeypot perspective, what ingredients don't you use and why? And what ingredients are you using and why? Uh, I try to stay away from as much as possible. You know, it's funny when you're making your own stuff, you have, you have all the control, right? Mm -hmm. But when you go from like making it online and you're like this little baby company and (laughs) you know what I mean? Like you have a couple people that can come and assist you and you put all your labels and buy, you know, it's very different. Um, when you go into contract manufacturing Mm -hmm. and you have to, uh, support a mass market retailer and you know because if because if, if one bad thing happens and somebody's vagina falls off you know then you're shit out of luck because right. you know what I mean so we do our best to uh to stay away from extremely toxic ingredients one of the platforms that I used when I was studying um what I wanted to put in honeypot from the beginning all the way up until now you know, even when I was dealing with the chemists that um, that helped me to, to formulate my products cleaner and better, um, I use Skin Deep. Um, and so what, what my barometer was, anything that was above a level one, I didn't want it. Gotcha. You know, and on Skin Deep, um, it goes from like one to 10. 10 is extremely toxic. One is like pretty much non-toxic. You know, it doesn't, 
there may, you know, you may see some things under a one that may have a slight skin irritation, but it's not going to cause cancer. It's not going to, you know, make you sick. It's not, you know, and when you go into contract manufacturing, I mean, it's just real. You have to have some, some type of a chemical, even if it's a non-toxic chemical in your product. Otherwise it's not going to hold up. And that, and that's what you're talking about preservatives, right? Preservatives. Um, you know, there's preservatives, there's emulsifiers, there's, um, foaming agents, you know, there's so many, again, there's levels to how you have to produce your product. Um, and from a consumer standpoint, you know, for them, they're like, well, why do you have to do that? But you have to do it because if I don't do it, then, then it's going to create mold on the product. Um, So I have a question. So, you know, when you were doing, because it's, it, it's, it, what it sounds like is when you went from kind of small batch handmade to like more of a commercial platform is that right. during that transition, you had to kind of, you had to change your formula. Is that, I, I had, I didn't have to change the formula, but I had to add to it. Okay. So in the washes, right. I had to add a preservative. I wanted the preservative to be as clean as possible. So they use a, 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 a radish root preservative. So it's a food-based preservative, still considered natural, okay. right? Okay. Um, we use we had to use um, propanadiol, mm-hmm. which is a on the the artificial propanadiol is made from propylene glycol, mm-hmm. right? I use um, the propanadiol one three, which is actually made from corn. Okay. Um, so I tried to, you know, some of these ingredients that I've had to use. Um, aren't natural in the way that, like, my garlic. You know, I use a garlic extract. I use lavender hydrosols. I use lavender essential oils, you know. But, like, when you go into when you go into mass market and you have to make products for, like, hundreds of thousands of products at a time, you know, you have to, you have to put some type of a chemical in it. I mean, all of this shit is chemicals, right? But they're, but they're non-toxic or they're toxic. Mm. And so... What I did is I told my chemist, I want you to only, if, if it has higher than a one on skin deep, you can't use it. Got it. And that was my barometer for what, you know, because I can go into a bunch of dip, all different types of ingredients, but that was my barometer for when I, when I formulated my products, gotcha. you know? Gotcha. Um, and so, but on the other end of the spectrum, you know, you have a product like Summer's Eve, right? Mm-hmm. You can buy a damn eight ounce bottle of Summer's Eve for six dollars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why can you do that? Because their product is filled with a bunch of toxic artificial fragrances, artificial ingredients, toxic ingredients. You know, they may throw a little aloe in there and maybe a little some form of a coconut oil or something like that. But the reason that those products can be so inexpensive is because they're made with such inexpensive ingredients. So you're, you're, you're giving me all the questions. How do you educate the consumer on cost? Because so many women are making the choices based off of how much something costs and not based off of, you know, they don't understand this background of the chemicals and the impact that it has. And so kind of what has Honeypot done to try to educate and say, yes, our product has a higher uh, a higher price point because you get what you pay for, and this is what you're getting with this higher price point. Well, right now we're creating a lot of video content. Um, I, I, I like to be very candid 
with my consumer as as the founder of this company. <clears throat> you know, I'm not very vocal on Instagram, maybe not as much as I should be, um, but that's because I'm busy running a business, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I like to be very vocal with my consumer so that they can understand, like, how this shit works. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it... Like, you see the, the girls, the, the it girls on IG, and they're beautiful, and they look like they have so much money, and one day they're in Hawaii, and the next day they're in Thailand, and, um, you know, and they're driving big cars, and they're wearing big clothes, and their businesses are just doing fantastic. That shit is not reality, mm. you know? Reality is, is that when you go into a business like I'm in, you know... I make less than as a founder and CEO of a multi-million dollar company, you know, in valuation, I make less than a hundred thousand dollars a year. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I live at this point, I live check to check, you know, I, um, because, because it costs so much to make the products that I do, Mm -hmm. I am committed. I am committed to, to making products that are clean and that are effective. Right. Mm-hmm. And so the way that I educate them is I, I you know, I'm, I'm doing a lot of video content. Um, I'm very vocal about what it is to be in this type of business, um, what it is to understand how, how much it costs. You know, when you go into when you go into making a product. Right. My washes, my my bill for my con- when, when I when we did the washes. My bill was $423,000 for maybe 100,000 washes because you can't go to a contract manufacturer unless you're ordering that amount of inventory. Otherwise, your price is going to be too high. Right, right. Right? And so, you know, everything is marginalized in this business. I'm in the the retail business, so I have to sell to a consumer. So my, my biggest margin is for me to my consumer. But I also have to sell into stores because women, I don't have a tech product. Women buy feminine care in the store. So I have to give the store a certain price, right? Um, and each retailer is different. Right. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? And so, you know, if it, if it costs me just for just easy math, if it costs me a dollar, I have to sell my product for $4 because I have to afford to buy that product again. I have to pay my staff. I have to market it. I have to do. P- I have to have PR. You know, there are so many things that you have to do in order to put a product out. But to consumers, they don't see all those things. They just consume. Right. You know, and so understanding the startup, the startup life behind what happens when you see a bottle of cocoa butter on the shelf. Do you know all the things that had to happen in order? To, for that lotion to end up on that show, mm-hmm. you know, that, that was a year's worth of work. Right. You know what I mean? And so, you know, for me, I'm trying to create very, very clean. Um, I'm trying to create my, my way of educating my consumer is telling them, right. You know, I'm very, I just did a talk with maybe 20 girls at, at Spelman yesterday most of that conversation was about the business of this and how this shit works and how it, how it's not easy mm-hmm. and how, you know, how, you know, toxic feminine care is the majority, mm-hmm. right? I mean, toxic, everything is the majority. Right. Clean things are the minority. And so, you know, 
I'm, I, I just try to be vocal. I try to be vocal in the, in the, in my press releases. I try to be vocal with the editors that write about, that mm-hmm. write about Honey Pot. I try to be vocal when I do talk on Instagram. I try to, you know, I just try to be vocal about it so that people understand the reality. I don't yeah. make it pretty, right. you know? We had only planned for this interview to be one episode, but the conversation is just so good that we're going to have to stop there for today, but come back next week to hear the rest of the conversation with B, the founder of Honeypot. Thanks for being a part of our journey and listening to the Black and Green podcast. You can buy products to support our artisans at blkgrn.com and check us out on all social media at blk and grn. Make sure you like and share our podcast with your friends. Until next time, buy black and live green.